0: Obadiah one fifteen. For the day of the Lord is near against all the nations as you have done so it will be done to you. What you deserve will return on your head. Hmm. Here is a prediction that Obadiah the prophet uh, predicts Yahweh's judgment for edom edom the the nation that had cooperated with babylon to conquer judah because of her arrogance in trusting in geographical security and diplomatic treaties and the counsel of her famed wise men instead of the wisdom of the true god of israel Edom was doubly deceived, depending on, <clears throat> one, their own human understanding and believing in the loyalty of their human allies. Therefore, God would bring them down from the lofty cliffs and caves and of their mountains. They hid in the caves. That was their dwelling place, and he would cover the Edomites with shame because of their arrogant gloating and gleeful participation in the downfall of their brother Jacob the nation of Judah this idea of the day of the Lord spoke of the nearness of the day of the Lord focusing on the darkness and gloom of Yahweh's wrath he emphasized the dual nature of the day of the Lord as bringing retribution judgment on the historical nation Edom, and Edom as symbolic of Israel's archenemies, At the same time bringing salvation or restoration for the nation of Israel. In the Old Testament, Edom was a historical entity whose people may have been completely wiped out. This historical entity blends with Edom, a symbol for Israel's end-time enemies. The contrast of the day of the Lord against all the nations. It's like watching a videotape of a game that you already know the outcome. Your favorite team. For me, it's St. Louis Cardinals in baseball. And if I videotape or whatever it is now that you do, you download or watch on YouTube, and you already know the outcome. You don't sweat the balls and strikes. You don't sweat the guy. It's bases loaded and it's the seventh inning and you're down by two runs and the guy strikes out because you already know they won. So at some point in the eighth or ninth inning, they come back. That's what we have with Scripture We have the end of the story. We we have the videotape. We have the downloaded images and playback of victory. We know God wins in the end. We know God comes back and destroys Israel's enemies, destroys our enemies because we are children of the Most High King. So we have the videotape at our disposal. We can read in Scripture and even through the trials and difficulties and struggles, we don't have to sweat the balls and strikes. We, we know the end. We just keep vertically focused on him. On God. Trusting in Jesus. And allowing his spirit, full of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Breathe life into us. Breathe confidence into us. Breathe assurance into us. Go out. Make it a wonderful, God-filled day. Trusting in Him. Knowing you have the rest of the story. And you know the end of that story. And my prayer is that if you're listening, you know him. So that you're on the winning side. And if you don't know him, that you'll ask him, how do I know, get to know you? How can I accept you? How can I trust in you? And he will answer you. He's faithful and just. He did it. Let's do it.